Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, Happy New Year 2023. Happy, happy New Year to you. It seems like it's been a year since we talked. <laughs> the last year, anyway. That's right. Classic dad joke, right? <laughs> Here we go. Always late to the I haven't talked to you since last year. <laughs> oh, man. So how was the new year? I know we... Uh, we kind of celebrated with a bang there at the uh, at the at the drop of the ball. Yeah, that was a that was a that was nice timing for sure. The old Peach Bowl and and all that stuff. <laughs> I see, we both got our hats on for. That's right. What's coming up in the next seventy two hours or so? Yeah, and, uh, that's right. Should be should be. It's gonna be a good game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Out. It's not not gonna be a blowout by any means. I don't I don't see. Anyway, I don't think I, so. I don't think that could happen. I'm not even sure twelve points is. Good spread. It's Twelve and a half started at fourteen. The spread, the the line on the yeah. uh, what is it? I think thirteen or fourteen. But yeah, uh, we're t- referring to the national championship game for all of you non uh, college <laughs> football enthusiasts out there. But uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, coming up Monday, and uh, you won't. After that, you will not hear us talk about the dogs for, for another nine months. Yeah, uh, exactly. Unless our basket, <laughs> the basketball team's looking pretty good, but. I, we, yeah, football's really basketball. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like playing basketball, but I've never gotten into watching basketball. Like, yeah. To me, it's just, I know some people love it. I just have no. I love March uh, Madness. That's that's one of my favorite yeah. times of year, but I, I it's really hard to get because, I mean, the season's pretty long. Yeah. Uh, usually it's, it's, it's around the end of January when I start getting college basketball because this yeah. football season's wrapped up, so. Yeah, it is so long. It's like, yeah, it's so long, and there's so many games. Yep, you know, it's kind of exactly. like baseball. You you check in and out, mm-hmm. see how things are doing. Yep, um, and then tune in for the playoffs and stuff. That's so right. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. Well, uh, this portion of the podcast, which is also known as Juvenile Beer Talk, <laughs> is sponsored by the original Craft Beer Club. You can go to persuasionbythepint.com slash craft beer and find out how to get beer delivered to yourself or to friends and family. Gifts, exactly. Businesses. <clears throat> Hopefully, um, you uh, keyed in on some of these uh, th- these for the holiday gifts. If not, yeah. hey man, all those gift cards, all that money you got during the hot, you know, for Christmas. Yeah. We, we tell you where to spend it. This is a good, yeah, good place. It's a good spend. one. Hey, maybe just get yourself a little treat. You know, that there you go. Just shows up Absolutely. every month, and it's a nice little surprise every month. So right. exactly. All right. So uh, so yeah, what are you drinking over there, Jonathan? So today I have a uh, a Hershey, we, a Yingling. Should we tease the episode a little bit first? I guess we forgot to. Do oh that. yeah, we did. So we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to continue because our final episode of uh, twenty two, we kind of wrapped up with the whole chat G. What is it? GPT. Yep. Um, and so Sean, like we kind of gave more of a. Uh, you know, a demonstration. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about how to use it as marketing assistant. I think we might have a guest popping in here with a, um, uh, company. Uh, he's the marketing director for a company called scientist.com. Uh, a guy named Sean Pressey. He's going to be stopping in here shortly. Uh, this company is one of the fastest growing private owned companies and has appeared in Inc. Magazine's annual list of 500 fat, the 500 fastest growing U.S. private companies for five consecutive years um, wow. from 2017 to 2021. So uh, he's going to be joining us and kind of touching on how they're using AI, specifically chat GPT. Uh, That'd be cool to see how a company's actually using it right now right. to get ahead of all this. Yeah. And we're going to be sharing a document that we got from a mutual marketing friend. Mm-hmm. We'll be giving them full credit once we pull that up. Absolutely. Um, be scrolling the link across where you can get on their, their list. Yep. And um, so, yeah, some cool stuff happening. And the, and the reason we keep going back to this is because this so is going to be the biggest change in 2023. And if you do not stay on top of this, you're going to get left behind. I, I sincerely believe that. Big time. You, you've got to learn how to use it. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of it. Like it's a great tool. Yeah. And it's so powerful that, you know, the bands and the, you know, universities are already starting to ban it. NYU banned, you know, the use of chat GPT-3. You're going to see more of that this year, but it's still going to be around to be used by marketers who know what they're doing and copywriters. Um, 
you know, copywriters, don't be afraid of this. You can just write literally five to 10 times as much copy. Sure. Uh, in the same amount of time you're spending now. So yeah. that just means more clients, more, you know, more revenue, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So now back to the drinks. Now back to our, so, you know, schedule. now, you know, it's, 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 it's changed. So now, you know, back when you and I were in college, you could buy term papers um, right. from people. Now you don't have to spend the money. You can just <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> create them <laughs> yourself out of nothing. Right. Instantaneously. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, and like I said, I, I, I'm seeing the same mixed results and we'll ask our guests too, when they come on, but you know, half the, well, 95% of people are kind of scared, either don't know about it or scared of it. Yeah. And 5% are taking advantage. And that's how, what happens with every trend that comes along. 95% don't know what to do or get paralyzed and 5% take advantage. And we're going to be, we want you to be part of the 5%. Right. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, pick up with where you left off on your drink. Okay. So I've got a, um, this is some uh, leftover from the uh, holiday, uh, some of the holiday ales. It is a Porter uh, Yingling Hershey's. Oh, Not, I had that. Yep. I bought a six pack of that. It's good. It's good stuff for just it is. like a major, you know, big brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, and we've had it on uh, previously. I'm, I'm pretty sure it got, um, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time. I'll give it a quick rating. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure it, it'll be similar to what I gave it last time within okay. the point, you know, five, at least within that range. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what I gave it last time. <laughs> It'll be somewhat close. Somewhat right? close. Because I can tell you, um, I'm very familiar with this. It's usually comes out just during the uh, this time of year. But uh, but yeah, it's not bad. Because you can pick yeah. this up pretty much anywhere. So Yeah, major brand. So yeah. All right, well, I've got um, from 903 Brewers. Um, I've got a... The beer's not on their site. Um, but I've got... Wakey, wakey. If you notice wakey, the wakey. colors and the donut, it's got yeah. a very Dunkin' Donuts feel to it. The pink it and the orange and all that. So check this out. This is a coffee, maple, bacon flavored and Ooh. vanilla flavored stout. Yeah, that sounds good. I can, I poured this and I can smell the maple bacon, the mm. maple mainly. I'll bet. Like it's sitting on my desk and I can smell it from here. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to be too much or yeah. what, but yeah, it's, it's a, uh, basically a maple bacon donut stout. So, um, and it's super dark, of course, because it's a stout. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's go for it. Cheers it up. Mine's, mine's 9%. Ooh, man. Hmm. All right. So on this one, I'm going to go, uh, probably a three, two. So, I mean, it's, it's decent. Um, yeah, it's just your kind of average, average yep. beer, right? Yep. I don't like it. Uh, one one knock against it is it's pretty. F- I mean, there's not much of a head on this thing when you pour it at all. Um, yeah. It just you pours right into the glass and is nothing. It's like pouring, <laughs> and it's got a. I mean, it's dark, but it's kind of the it's. It's not as dark as what I would think a porter would be, but yeah. But it's a Yingling, and yeah. Yingling's not a bad brand. No, it's pretty good. I mean, that's usually my go-to at a restaurant or something yep. like that because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just everywhere. So, but yeah, the Yingling Black and Tan is my go-to if they have it in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's, it's a good one. Um, all right, so I'm going to give mine. Um, definitely got the maple going on. I mean, it's it's good. Like, it's a, it's not, it's definitely sweet, but it's not too sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it a lot, so I'm going to go four seven. Four seven, yep. Wow, that's solid. It's yeah, really good. That's solid. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed with it. So, um, so check to, that out. That. Where'd you find that again? Uh, this is a Texas brew, so you probably won't find oh, it. Okay. Um, it's the uh, their nine hundred three brewers up out of Fort Worth. Okay, gotcha. So, I'm gonna miss all these Texas beers. That's an announcement, by the way. <laughs> gonna be uh, gonna be relocating. To, yeah, relocating to to Tampa. And, in the next couple months, not yeah. right away, but in the next yeah. couple months, three, three, four months. So, uh, it should be fun. I'm taking over, uh, um, as a marketing director for a company there. So we'll talk more about that in the future, but very sweet. Man. Maybe have some guests on from, from the company and all the stuff we're doing there. Yeah. Uh, so once I, once I get my started yesterday, so once I get my head around everything, we'll, 
we'll yeah. start talking about some of the cool stuff we're doing there and um, some of the secrets that we're using over there. So yep. uh, we'll have some behind the scenes. We'll have a insider information this mm-hmm. year on some big stuff we're doing. So, okay. So, yeah, it should be fun. So is Tamara right, so looking for, uh, she's, she's probably already scouring the area for, uh, for places for rental properties, right? Right now, to start. she is. In fact, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, and you know, planning the move, all the stuff that goes along yep. with it. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, should we jump in, or we want do we want to wait on our guests, or let's just go ahead and no, jump we'll go in ahead and jump in. So, yeah. we're going to talk about. Um, I thought this was a great topic, Sean. You sent me the link earlier this week, and and this is. Mm-hmm. We'll give credit. It's it's uh, Justin Brook. He had a great. Um, uh, piece on, you know, using uh, Chat GPT in your as a as a pretty much a marketing assistant in your business, which I thought was excellent. And um, you know, we're going to have a, a guest here shortly, as I mentioned, pop in uh, probably in the next ten minutes. But we'll go ahead and start. But I thought it would great. You know, I posted a query this week just about uh, like other companies out there because I was we're interested in in how other companies out there are using. Uh, chat GPT right now. So it's interesting from our standpoint to get some feedback. Uh, so our guest is going to join us shortly and he'll be talking about how they're using it in their social media, uh, content marketing, and so forth um, is what I understand. But, cool. but yeah, we'll go ahead and, and get started. So, yeah, so these are, just to be clear, these are two different people, our guest and then the guy who wrote this, right. this article or or totally different people. Yep. So exactly. I'm going to put up, um, Justin's, um, so he, he, let me share the doc first here. So, um, he posted this in Facebook and you had to request it. Yep. So I, we may be breaking some laws and some rules. I don't know. You know, like, well, we're given, we're, we're, we're going to give full credit. <laughs> so you see the link underneath. If you're on the, if you're on the, um, YouTube channels, or if you watch any of the videos on the site, mm-hmm. um, there's a link there, but it, it's better prompts as Got in it. like a writing prompt, betterprompts.ai. Yeah. AI. And that will, uh, that will take you to a newsletter that Justin has started that will help you learn how to use chat GPT mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So it'll actually give you some, some clues and some prompts and things like that. Sure. Um, we could probably, we could probably link to this doc in the show notes as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, because obviously it's a, it's a Google doc. So I'm not going to share the link on the screen. It'll be 5,000 characters long. Exactly. um, But yeah, I think this is, this is pretty cool because it really, what I'm learning when I'm using the tool, the more I use it is it's all about prompts. Like you Mm -hmm. can get some okay stuff and some pretty good stuff with just kind of basic prompts. Yeah. But the more you start to understand how to create prompts, and I think most people that I've seen or watched or even my own tendency mm-hmm. is to not give it enough information. Right. I'm trying to like summarize it into a, like one sentence mm-hmm. and it's not giving the AI enough to work with. Okay. Like you wouldn't, and you think about it, you wouldn't do that for a VA either. Like you wouldn't give them one sentence and be like, <laughs> Oh, create a sales letter. No, you got to right. give them, you got to give them a little bit of context. You got to, you know, I wonder if that more, comes from just our, you know, our, uh, we're so used to using like a search engine and we're treating this like a search engine when we're, I think that's, that is a big part of it. Cause I've read a lot of articles this week that are talking about how people are starting to use this as a, as a search engine. Yeah. Uh, I've even seen some side by side, like chat GPT side by side with Google and mm-hmm. the same, the same prompt. Yeah. And the difference that you get is, um, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> Wow. So, and most people I think would favor what they're getting from chat GPT, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to Google, because you don't have to sort through ads. You don't have to sort like, it's all like, it just gives it to you concise. Now there's some things that Google is going to be better for. If you're really researching something and you need quotes and statistics and things like that, that's, that's where that's going to be. Right. You know, more valuable. Um, I see our guest is in the green room, So I'm going to, I'm going to close this back down and we'll come back to it. Yeah, that's good. Maybe good timing. We can, uh, uh, have him come on and, uh, talk for a little bit about what, how they're using it and then come back to this. Cool. Sounds good. All right. By the way, did you see the, um, uh, the amount that they're valuing the company 
At last right. I saw it was like 20 billion or something. 29 billion. Yeah. 29 Just a baby. Billion. <laughs> Just a baby. That's going to be a true, open AI is going to be a trillion dollar company. No doubt. Tinder, uh, yeah, Tinder offer valuing the company at 20, $29 billion. So Pretty good for no revenue. Absolutely. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love that, man. That's awesome. <clears throat> I, need, I need one of those. Hey, no doubt. <laughs> uh, right. We got to work on that, Sean. We got to work on that. Um, I know. So our guest, he is, uh, he's just stopped in. He's in the green room. We have, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Sean Pressy. Uh, he is the marketing, the senior marketing director at uh, scientist.com. They are a uh, biotech and pharmaceutical company uh, leading the R&D marketplace. Um, they, uh, just to give you a little background, they, um, they're, uh, they're the biotech industry's leading AI-powered marketplace for outsourced R&D. Uh, they simplify the R&D sourcing. They save time, money, reduce risk, provide access to the latest innovative tools and technologies. So uh, Sean's going to come in and share a little bit about their company and how they're using ChatGPT to streamline some of their marketing and make it more efficient, how they're creating content, doing social media marketing and all that stuff. So, uh, Sean, thanks for uh, spending some time with us for a few minutes today. Hey, thanks for having me, Jonathan. And thanks for having me, Sean. Nice to meet both of you. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the memo. I was supposed to have my bookshelf in the background. So <laughs> yeah. I apologize for that. <laughs> well, more importantly, we, I should have mentioned about a beer too, but I do know you're, you're over, you're three hours behind us, I believe. So you're on uh, Pacific time. Yes, but it is a Friday. Yeah, so, that's true. You know. That's true. Sometimes we, we'll have guests sometimes tell us, uh, it's a little too early in the day. Uh, it's never too early for us because Sean and I just kind of do our own thing. But, uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on. So uh, I want to mention a, a little bit about your company first. Can you give us kind of, a, I, I kind of gave a quick summary. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? I know at the beginning of the show, as Sean and I were first coming on, I kind of gave a little history of the company. I didn't realize you guys were one of the fastest growing privately owned companies. And uh, you're in the, uh, I guess, Inc. Magazine's annual list of uh, the 500 fastest growing U.S. private companies. And that's been for the last five years consecutively. So that's pretty cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah, which actually um, qualifies us as an honor roll member. Um, to be listed five years in a row. But yeah, yeah. We, we were founded in 2007 here mm -hmm. in Solana Beach, which is San Diego, yeah. um, you know, biotech hub, one of the biotech hubs, you know, of the United States. And, you know, what we do is we connect buyers and sellers of custom research services and products. Um, as you mentioned, you know, our clients include, you know, most of the world's top pharma, over 100 biotechs, um, National Institutes of Health, and we connect the researchers uh, from those companies with the like over 4,000 uh, service providers from around the world. Uh, you can kind of think of us as kind of like a white labeled Amazon.com for research services, for research R&D. So that's cool. To think of it, yeah. Wow, that's, that's very cool. So I'm, I'm excited to see how you're using this new uh, AI that everybody's talking about. And this is, this is fun because it's, we're going to see it in the wild who's adopting early. So I'm, I'm excited to see how you're using this. Well, as the producer of a lot of the content for scientist.com, it was kind of, obviously first I, I, the initial reaction was to just dismiss it like anyone, <laughs> you know, cause it was, it was threatening. Uh, but once we kind of started diving into it and playing with it and again, I'm, I'm no expert at all. Um, but just, it's really profound what we've discovered in just the first three to four to five trial runs with it and what its capabilities are and what their, its capabilities can be. Um, so I think it's probably kind of um, an adopt, might be an adopt or die uh, <laughs> proposition yeah. on our hands is what we have here. So anyways, um, if you want me to talk about some of the practical applications, um, I think one of the first things that we used it for was kind of like boilerplate or sort of, um, you know, kind of stock content or stock writing. So like press releases, you know, they're very formulaic, you know, you have your headline, you have your subhead, you have your kind of little intro paragraph that, you know, introduces the event, and then you'll have a quote um, or two followed by some paragraphs and then an about section by one or both companies. Mm -hmm. Straightforward. Everyone knows this formula. Everyone uses this formula. So we threw an, our about section in there and asked it to rewrite it. And it came back and 
We'd like to. Obviously, we'd written our, you know, worked on our about section for years and years. So we didn't necessarily adopt it straight away, um, but we kind of started playing with it and put some other paragraphs in there. And but what I really found astounding was what it could do with the quotes. So if I don't know if you're familiar with this with the press releases, but oftentimes as, as a creator of press releases, I'm the one who comes up with the quotes for the people who okay. who's, they get attributed to. Right. Oftentimes I've never even met the people. So what I have to do is literally imagine myself in their shoes, usually in a dark room <laughs> with quiet and imagine what they would say about this event. You know what I mean? And yeah. it fits their tone and their overall message. So it's always, that's always been one of the tougher parts of press releases. So I came up with some quotes for, for, you know, a test press release and then we threw it in there and asked it to rewrite it. And they came back so much better <laughs> within seconds, as, as you know, if you guys have been you know, playing with it, you want to yeah. say something? Yeah, we've definitely been playing with it. So tell me like, how, how did you, so you're throwing in pieces and then you're like pasting those into a doc and kind of assembling it yourself. Or are you feeding all of these different sections at once and letting it spit out an entire press release? What's your process right now? I know it could change tomorrow, but like, what's your process right now in this example? <laughs> Well, again, the initial, the initial process was just putting in bits and pieces and then constructing them, you know, back together and almost putting them side by side and seeing like what we liked better and what it changed, what words it added, um, you know, what, what sections it added. And something that I really found interesting when we did this was that what chat P GPT does, it adds a lot of meta discourse. Now meta discourse is the language that basically um, speakers or writers tell to the listener, like uses them to signposts of what the message they're about to convey. So for instance, um, in conclusion, letting you know, I'm going to wrap up a point mm -hmm. or, um, you know, I'd like to consider, I'd like to say, or consider this before I make a point. So what chat, chat GPT does a lot of times is adds this meta discourse, which smooths out the language that you place in it, making it easier to follow. Right. That's kind of one of the things that we found when we were putting it in piece by piece. Um, but that was just one, that was just one sort of isolated um, thing. So I thought, what is this really capable of? So I thought, what about taglines? Now, taglines are some of the most difficult things to come up with for a company. I mean, years and years and hours and hours. I'm brainstorming. No, lots of, lots of meetings. Feelings hurt and, you know, sure, yeah. tears shed and, you know, battles over these. So I said, um, come up with a tagline for a B2B scientific research marketplace. And it came up with a five that were actually pretty good, right. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. But what I really found amazing was it asked, how am I doing? What sort of direction or what type of theme did you have in mind? So it was a conversation. So I said, well, actually, um, you know, these are some of our clients or this is specifically what we do. And it came back with five more that were even mm. better. Right. And then it asked the same question and I put in the benefits of the marketplace and it came back with five more that were even right. better. The point is it's an ongoing conversation. It was learning and it's being more and more specific. We could have went down this road for another, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, an hour. And who knows what I would have came up with. So yeah, I thought that, that was really interesting. Yeah. I, th I think that's a great point. Um, when I played around with it, I found that too. It, it does, you know, if you keep it in the same thread, it definitely, it remembers what was there, you know, quote remembers, sure. Yeah. Um, we're giving this thing a lot of human characteristics already. Uh, so yeah. like, um, it, it remembers, it seems to be learning, you know, it takes what you said, it takes the adjustments. And I think that's what I'm learning very quickly is you have to be willing to ask it questions, clarify. Yeah. And the more context you give it, the just the better and better it gets for sure. Mm -hmm. What about, uh, you mentioned, uh, social media. What are you guys using it for? Are you using it for, um, uh, social media content or uh, advertising headlines or I mean, what, what do you have? I mean, what's involved there? So we have, you know, a very experienced, you know, social media manager mm -hmm. and, you know, I help, I work with, you know, her closely to create the content, you know, obviously she posts it to our social media channels, but what I find is, you know, a lot of it is, you know, if you, if you go through LinkedIn, if you go through Instagram, if you go through, you know, the social media outlets, a lot of the messages are very similar. It's a very stock language. Um, so I think for us, it's just a way to not have to reinvent the wheel every single time and maybe just lean on it. And we haven't used it yet, but I'm just thinking that's definitely one of the, um, 
you know, potential usages of it would just be to kind of, you know, for social media to, 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 to differ it up, you know, to make sure. it different and kind of give, mix it up a little bit here and there without expecting a social media manager to come up with a new unique quote right. or message every single time. Yeah. Right. So they're not sitting there at their computer at the office, like for two hours with a blinking cursor, <laughs> they could take, you know, you could take one of your yeah. best performing posts, plug it into, into a chat and be like, Hey, give me 10 variations of this. Exactly. Yeah. And it's done in two seconds. Like yes. it's, a, that's, that's really powerful. Like take what you know is already doing pretty well or working and then feed that in and mm-hmm. give, say, give me 10 variations, five that are funny, five that are serious. Like you can, the more you give it, the more, it, you know, the more it gives you back. So it's, yeah, it's very cool. So how long um, have you all been um, using this now in your marketing? Three weeks, three weeks, two weeks. Okay. I mean, it was genius to release it right before, you know, a holiday break. Sure. So over break, playing with it. we yeah. were playing with it. We came back with like, Oh my gosh, have you seen this? Look what this could do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was definitely good timing while everybody was home. Uh, yeah. over the Thanksgiving break and uh, yeah, a little more office downtime right now, mm-hmm. you know, the, in December. So yeah, I think, I mean, I, I log on every once in a while servers are loaded. So uh, yeah, it's, and it's, I mean, it's, I'm seeing articles left. Of course, now Google knows I like those articles. So it keeps showing me more and more. <laughs> right. Um, so I don't know how many other people are seeing it, but it's, it's really cool that you guys were open-minded enough to, to look at this. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of the way I look at it is, and I think this analogy I came up with like this earlier this morning, I was thinking about this conversation and it's almost like having a Ferrari. Mm. Okay. So granted I've never driven one per se, but you know, they are available to the everyday driver, you know, with $500,000 or so at their (laughs) disposal. Um, But I'm wondering if that everyday driver gets the full potential of such a car, such a, such a machine, right? Whereas, you know, I consider myself maybe not an expert, obviously not an expert at chat GPT or even, you know, um, artificial intelligence, and maybe not even marketing, but I do consider myself pretty expert or, or really, you know, well-versed at writing. Sure. And so I feel like the benefits from something like this are really going to almost benefit the people who might be most afraid of it or, or, you know, afraid of it replacing them the most, because like I said, you know, when you put a side by side or you get variations, you can really find the nuances of the language and, and what it's doing. And it is conversational. It's really can improve a great writer's writing yeah. to keep an open mind, you know, and if you don't have to keep it, you can reject it. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah. Yeah. It's mandated. So and Sean it's and I were, we, we've talked about this. What was the, I'm curious, what was the initial, I know you said everybody comes back after, you know, the holidays excited after they've actually toyed around with it. What was the initial reaction of, you know, what's well, the, uh, well, personally, <laughs> is this was, thing going to oh replace God, gonna me? Lose my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Naturally. I, I think that I think probably for a few minutes there, yeah. you know, it, it was that for, you know, definitely mm-hmm. just how dynamic, how, how sure. quick, how intelligent, you know, it, it, it acts. Um, it, it's really impressive, really, really interesting stuff out there. Yeah. So, and then again, once, like I said, once I kind of, you know, adopted to it and, and kind of got to use it and it is more fun and, and there are practical usages that will save time. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I think freeing up time to do other stuff, you know, and, and improve upon those. So um, well, I tell you, yeah, and it's not just for business. I mean, you can use this to help, you know, manage your home and create, you know, grocery lists by like, literally you can say, Hey, I need a recipe. I've, I've got some, I've got four pounds of leftover hamburger. I need, you know, four recipes to use. I'm feeding six people like, um, and, and include a grocery list yeah. and like, yeah. it'll do that. Like, right. it'll just pull all that up. It'll find a cool recipe. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it's not just business applications. I, I think a lot of people are going to be able to use this in a lot of different ways. And I can't wait to see what, you know, the Jonathan and I've talked about Sean, we've talked about, um, how the app store and the, you know, the apps on iPhone just revolutionized and created these new economies. And then the app creators, you know, took it and really blew things up. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens as more people, more of the creators figure out how to turn this into other products and services. That's going to be, yeah. that's going to unlock all kinds of stuff. 
That's where the real innovation, I think, happens. I think that raises an interesting question, too, is, is what is next? Because I was said, you know, at the $29 billion valuation, like you had just, you know, just brought up, yeah. um, that came out today, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal, maybe. Yeah. Um, it can't stay free forever. So then what happens next? How does it get packaged? How does it get commercialized? Yeah, how do they monetize it? Right, exactly. How do they monetize it? You yeah. know, and I mean, I think one simple, simple way just off the top of my head would be like a suite of products, you know, mm-hmm. since they, they created the Dolly two as well. Sure. And you would have this and a Dolly two and some other tools we don't even know about or can't even comprehend yet. And it would be like a Microsoft office suite or a, yeah. you know what I mean? For, yeah. for business, mm-hmm. you know, and they maybe they have it for education or for personal, I don't even know, but I'm just yeah, you know, trying I, to I was think that far ahead. Yeah. Similar like um, Microsoft office, Adobe suite, you know, those, those kind of things. Um, it's, I read an article yesterday that um, the cost on their end right now is half a cent for 700 words of output. Wow. I was half like, there's no cent. copywriter working that cheap. That's for sure. No. Um, <laughs> so they won't have to charge wow. much for it is my point. If right. they, yeah. And they could still come out ahead. Yeah. So uh, I could easily, I could see a Dropbox type mm-hmm. format though, where it's, free to the general public up to a certain amount. And then, mm-hmm. you know, enterprise, they're going to make their money on enterprise and, sure. and things like that. That's prob. I mean, that just seems to be that. Cause this is, you know, from that, you know, Y Combinator type environment. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're kind of, that's the big, big tech startups and things like that. It's not from Y Combinator, but similar. Yeah. I think that's probably the route they'll go. I could also see, you know, maybe you get a little ad with each, you know, each output. Mm-hmm. there's just a little ad tagged along, you know, this, this output sponsored by whatever. And it's, and it's yeah. congruent with whatever you just asked for. Mm-hmm. It could uh, even be like the YouTube model. We you know we were so used to just watching YouTube yeah. videos for free, you know, just pushing play and like for this, maybe, you know, you hit, you ask your question and then an ad comes in before you get your response. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. even though that is the magic, but still, I think yeah. we would still be hungry for the, for the content now that we know sure. how incredible or interesting, you know, yeah, or every five prompts, it, it shows an ad or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. I mean, that, that would be an easy model to implement. It'd be a little, a little bit annoying, but you know, just like we'd skip ads on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could, but it saves so much time that, that I think people would be okay with it for a while. As long as they weren't like two minute ads and, you know, happening all the time. But yeah, yeah, if you ran a 15 second ad every 10 prompts, like I'm cool with that. Like that, (laughs) I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um, Interesting. How about the both of you? How have you been using it? What are some of your experiences with it? And what do you, what do you think? I'll go first. I've been, I've been using it for um, emails. I've been using it for, and the kind of the more I get to, to play with it, the more things I see that it can be done. Yeah. Uh, I love it for headline ideas, kind of like what you said for taglines. Um, whereas before I would pull up a swipe file, you know, as a copywriter, I would pull up a swipe file and I'd have to just kind of manually make those changes or something like that. Now I can, you know, say, uh, give it a little bit of a prompt and, you know, say, give me 10 or 20 or whatever, it's funny though. I find myself only asking for 10. Like I don't want to bother it or something. I'm like, <laughs> why do I stop at 10? Why not give me 25? But then what I do is I'm, I'm like, I like, you know, numbers two, six and nine. Give me, give me more like these or give me variations on those, you know, 10 more variations. Um, same for like, uh, I've been using it for Facebook ads. Uh, I'll give like, I can take a, a, a an ad that's doing well already. And I can say, give me four versions of this ad. Yeah. You know, give me variations on this ad. Um, give me an, or I can say, you know, give me four variations on this ad, one with a news angle, one with a, which news it doesn't do real well right now. Cause it's not current events driven cause it's a year behind. Um, but I might give it some other type prompts. Like if I want to give it some categories or sometimes I just let it do its thing. Sure. Based on what yeah. it sees. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I'm using it, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm still uh, playing around with it. I'm, I've enjoyed just, um, you know, using the, um, you know, the engines for, for creating content lately, uh, articles, mm-hmm. sales, you know, sales copy or short sales letters. Um, it's amazing. You know, some of the things, headlines, uh, gives you some great ideas for headlines, especially when you, you know, it's like, 
you know, we write headlines a lot of times, but we get stuck in a rut or we think, mm-hmm. ah, that, you know, I need something a little different. Um, so it's, it's amazing what you can, if it doesn't come out with the right thing or with the thing that you like, it, it certainly gets those ideas flowing. It gets, yeah. it gives you a great starting point. So. Yeah. But what I love, and you kind of alluded to this, Sean, is that like, it doesn't get its feelings hurt. No. Right. So if, if you don't like the output, you no. just like, no, that's not quite right. Change this, add this tone. Right. You know, Absolutely. all this stuff. And you it's like, okay. Keep telling it. Yeah. Instructing it. No, nah, let's, let's right. do this. Let's if tweet you did that with a junior copywriter. They'd go home in tears. <laughs> like, you know, they're, and they're not coming back to work right. the next day. Exactly. So that, and it's funny cause I find myself hedging a little bit. Like I don't want to hurt its feelings, you know, cause it, it comes across as like, it seems like it's working so hard. Yeah. And it's you so know. nice, right? Yeah, it's, it's so, so nice. It's so it's considerate. Like, it's like, would yeah. you like this or would you like that? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's sure, would you? And it doesn't sure, ask follow-up questions. It's just. <laughs> so like, you, it's interesting you say that, Sean. You said you, it asked you a question. I haven't had it ask me a question back afterwards. It was something to the extent of, um, I want to say it was a direct question. I'd have to pull the, the transcript back up, but I want to say it asked basically, um, do you like any of these to something, something like that? And then, um, what direction, um, is this the direction you were thinking or something like to that extent? Really? It was pretty, wow. pretty general, but yes. And then I, alluded, and I added to it and it just went crazy. Then it just really started zeroing in on. So the that's point I, I, have not, I have not seen that yet on, on my end where it's actually said, do you like these or which of these, you know, any, I haven't seen any of that on my end. So that's interesting. I wonder if there's like, you know, kind of like when Instagram and Facebook rolls out new features, it goes out to part of the people. Yeah. I wonder if that's something that's kind of going to different, you know, segments of the audience and things like that. I'm gonna have to yeah. see if I can invite it to ask me questions after it gives me responses. Like maybe yeah. I need to just tell it that it's okay to, to ask questions. I don't know. That's see, so you gave me something else to play with this. You got us getting more close and close and personal with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe maybe it just likes you better. <laughs> hey, Sean, I want to thank you for uh, spending some time with us uh, today. Uh, I I, I want to make sure. What, did I get your last name? Is it Pressy or it's Preesey? Preesey. Okay, Sean Preesey, um, uh, senior marketing director at Scientist.com. Uh, Sean, we'll be posting a link. Uh, on this episode, and I'll certainly follow up uh, once we have this live. You can find them over at scientist.com. Uh, find out about all you know, all of what they do. Incredible company. Um, uh, you guys are located in what part of California? Uh, Southern California, San Diego. San Diego. That's right. Solana Beach, right, right up the street from the beach. Oh, beautiful area. Yeah. Beautiful area. Yeah, I'm jealous. That's it's had nice. the best weather in the world. Um, <laughs> uh, craft brew and biotech. Oh, that's right too. I wanted to mention that because you, you, you had sent us the, um, uh, the press release on, tell us about this, what you guys were, uh, was it a partner with a local, uh, brewing company there in San Diego? Yeah. So pizza port, um, they were founded in Solana beach and this was going back to the mid nineties. I want to say early nineties. Yeah. So back then there really wasn't craft breweries, you know, pre pre stone right around that same time, um, pre ballast point, all those, all those big ones. And so before that, there was just pizza port in Solana beach. Sure. And so you would literally drive from different parts of San Diego, different parts of the County to go there to drink craft beer. Right. It was really kind of a destination. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's literally down the street from our offices, from our headquarters. We go down there for lunch. We go down there for, you know, after work, it's just a mainstay of the community. And, um, we thought it would just be fun to celebrate, like I said, you know, craft brewing and biotech, yeah. um, as well as the community. Solana beaches, you know, is a thriving, uh, community. Yeah. And so they were game. And so we created a local beer together. So we went in, we talked, we talked about the profiles we wanted to do. Um, uh, we got to pick some of the hops. We got to go in there, throw them in the barrel, uh, awesome. mix them around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. And then we had, um, you know, a tasting party obviously afterwards, which was even more fun. <laughs> of course. <laughs> It's the best part. Uh, um, but yeah, awesome, I just think man. we like to really, you know, be active in the community. Sure. Um, you know, with, with these, with whether it's um, scholarships or whether it's beer collaborations or whatever it yeah. is, um, we definitely want to, you know, get our name out there and just let the community know that we're, you know, we're here for the long haul. Absolutely. So what, so I saw in that press release that it was um, the local experiment was the name of the beer you came up with. Yeah. What's to tell us about the profile? What was it? So it was a hazy, it was a hazy IPA kind of West coast style. Yeah. 
um, pretty, pretty, pretty juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I can't remember the hops now that we put in. It was a while ago, but it did, it did really well. It was good. You can look it up on, um, uh, beer, beer, beer advocate or one of those. Yeah. yeah beer advocate beer. is on there and has some rankings that's, on there, quite yeah. a few rankings and stuff. So that's really cool to be part of, uh, actually making a beer. That's, that's mm-hmm. fun. So, yeah. It was a blast. It's good. So, Very good. Well, Sean, we uh, we wish you the best of luck with your new buddy, uh, Chad yeah. GBT. Yeah, we yeah. really need a we really need a shorter name. That's too many syllables. It's four syllables. I know. It's too much. We've been calling it C. We've been calling it CG. <laughs> I like that. I may have to do that myself. Um, uh, yeah. Well, uh, you're welcome to uh, you know stay uh, stay in the green room or or listen to us offline or uh, you know off the um, off the live stream. Uh, we're going to be Sean and I going to wrap up talking about how. Uh, listeners out there, they can use this as a uh, their own marketing assistant. So we're going to spend a little more time uh, referencing a really uh, great piece by Justin Brooke. And uh, but thank you for uh, spending some time with us today and and sharing just how you know you guys over at Scientist.com are incorporating uh, this AI into your own marketing. I love it. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Nice to meet both of you. Have a great uh, rest of the day and have a great weekend. Guys. You, too. you too. Thanks, Sean. Take care. You too. All right. Good stuff, man. Yeah. That's cool to see a real company, you know, using this in the real world. That's awesome. So just makes what we're about to share just all that more important, I think. Yep. Um, and uh, so to, to kind of loop back around, we're talking about, um, so Justin Brooke, who is a uh, colleague, he runs um, some ads, he has an ads agency, mm-hmm. um, just really, really smart guy. Um, if you follow him, you can follow Justin Brooke. Um, Brooke is, has an E on the end on Facebook. Um, can't remember, I'm going blank right now on his, on his, on the name of his company, ad skills, ad skills, ad yeah. skills. Um, great company really knows his stuff. He's, he's done ad campaigns for Agora to the, you know, millions mm-hmm. of dollars in, in kind of management and that kind of stuff. So really, really smart guy. And he has really dove into this AI. Like yeah. he's really unpacking it, figuring out how it works, how to fine tune it, all these things. And he's just one of those guys that just like, he dives deep when he goes into something just true mastery. Yep. So um, it's really cool to watch him, let him do all the work. And then I'll take what he comes up with and, <laughs> and use it for myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he, um, he sent out on Facebook. He said, Hey, if you want this doc, you know, leave your name and stuff like that. And he'll send it to you. Mm-hmm. And I know you got it. I got it. Yep. You know, our friend Ben, who's been on, got it. Uh, Scott Smith, who's, you know, he's, he mm-hmm. was talking about it. They're using it at his yeah. place. Um, so it's pretty cool. So here's what it looked like. Just the, um, the Google doc. And the main idea here is he wanted you to kind of join his better prompts.ai. Mm-hmm. So that's um, better prompts dot AI. Yep. And basically it's a, it's a, it's an email that will help you come up with and practice your prompts for chat GPT. Sure. Yeah. And this one's really good too for, um, for like mid journey for image creation. He did a long, uh, very detailed on how to get better images from mid journey image creation, which is a whole nother AI thing. So if you're interested in that, go to, betterprompts.ai. You'll see that on there. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the document itself. So this is what I was talking about earlier, Jonathan. So, you know, I was telling you that I have this tendency to want to put short, concise yeah. prompts in. Right. Um, like I don't want to offend it or bore it or something. Like, I don't know what I'm thinking, but so when I got this doc and I saw the, the detail that Justin was giving with his first prompt, for instance, let me make this a little bit bigger so it's easier to see. Yeah. Uh, is that better? Yep. What you act okay. as an advertiser? Oh, sorry. So the first prompt he gave, he's like, hey, I want you to act as an advertiser. You will create a campaign to promote a product or service of your choice. You will choose a target audience, develop key <laughs> messages and slogans, wow. select the media channels for promotion, and decide on any additional activities needed to reach your goals. My first suggestion request is I need help creating an advertising campaign for a digital membership website for business owners that teaches us how to use popular online advertising networks, such as Facebook, Google, and TikTok. So that's a very specific Mm -hmm. request, but at the same time, it leads a ton of latitude for this thing to come up with whatever it wants. Sure. Yeah. And here's the response 
um, he got back. Sure. And it's so nice, right? It's like, sure, I got that boss. No problem. Here's a rough outline of an advertising campaign for digital membership website for business owners that teach. So it repeats what he asked for. Um, Target audience comes up with it. Remember he said, choose your own target audience, right? So it comes up with the target audience of small business owners who are interested in learning how to use online advertising to grow their business. Pretty good, right? It's pretty much a biz op. Right. Um, so here are the key messages he came that Chat GPT came up. Uh, number one, maximize your online advertising efforts with expert guidance from our team of professionals. Mm-hmm. Two, our comprehensive training will help you navigate the complex world of online advertising. Three, join our community of successful business owners and take your advertising to the next level. Um, and then here's some slogans. Take control of your online advertising. Just unlock the power of online advertising with our expert training. Media channels, it listed those out. Additional activities, it suggested, hey, why don't you host some webinars, offer limited time discounts to new members, collaborate with influencers or industry thought leaders to promote the website. Is it, I hope this helps. Is there anything else I can assist you with? So that's, that's kind of their question back that yeah. uh, Sean was just talking about. So Justin's like, yeah, please give me some ideas for a webinar that would attract our target audience. (laughs) And then it gives you, it gives uh, five titles, right? The top five mistakes small business owners make with online advertising and how to avoid them. Like that's exactly what you're going to get. At least one version you're going to get from a copywriter, right? Uh, maximizing your ROI with Facebook advertising, advanced Google AdWords strategies for small business, TikTok for business, a beginner's guide, the future of online advertising, predictions and opportunities for small wow. business. That's yeah. That one's really good. That's good. Yeah, I love that. I mean, any, any predictions always do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the future, wanna, yeah, exactly. When you're- People want, I mean, if all you'd have to do there is like, to make that even better, I would just say the future of online advertising in 2023 mm-hmm. to make it a little more timely. Um so give me, it Oh, you, I love this. The follow-up. Yeah. So he liked, three. so Justin apparently liked this one. The number best. three advanced Google AdWords strategies for small business. Of course he would like that. One. <laughs> his, his business. So he said, give me an outline for number three. three. Right. And this is what I kind of figured out too. I was like, if I, let's just keep the conversation going. Yeah. So it gives him a whole thing, introduction to Google AdWords, keyword research and selection, ad targeting, landing page optimization, advanced bidding strategies, strategies, um, measuring and optimizing campaign performance, Q and a session. So there's a whole webinar, right? Introduction. And then one, two, three, four, uh, five kind of topics. And then a Q and a, right. And then he says, okay, write me 10 clickbait style headlines for this webinar. You just outlined (laughs) here are 10 clickbait style headlines. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, it understands whole, think, what that is. I mean, yeah. yeah like I'm, I think I'm trying to, I'm assuming that maybe it doesn't know lingo and things like that, but it does. But it like does. It knows yeah. what clickbait is. It knows right. what direct response marketing, it knows all this stuff. Yeah. Right. So like, don't be afraid to use your own industry lingo. Cause it probably knows it. Mm-hmm. Our friend, Scott Smith, who's, you know, he, he does a lot of ministry work and things yeah. like that. Um, you know, he's, he's had it like, give me summaries of this Bible verse. And, and it like comes back and it's, and he's like, man, it's correct. Like for the most part, wow. it's, it's right. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been interesting to see him doing that and like, you know, these things. So here's the clickbait style headlines, triple your AdWords ROI with these proven strategies, get more leads and sales with these insider AdWords tips, discover the secret to sex, successful AdWords advertising. Dominate your competition with these ad advanced AdWords tactics. I mean, these are all yeah. as good as any really copywriter is yeah. going to come up with, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then prompt number five, please write a persuasive Facebook post to announce this webinar and use headline number 10, right? So the, <sighs> wow. So get a competitive edge uh, with these rarely used AdWords features. I think that's, I didn't count these, so I don't know. If, like if you were to actually, if you were actually in chat GPT, they would be numbered, mm-hmm. I think. So um, here's a persuasive Facebook ads post to announce the webinar. Attention small business owners, are you looking to get a competitive edge with your online advertising? Our upcoming webinar, get a competitive edge with the with these rarely used AdWords features. We'll teach you advanced strategies for maximizing your AdWords budget and getting 
and generating more leads and sales. Our team of experts will reveal rarely used AdWords features and tactics that will help you stand out from the competition and drive more traffic to your, to your website. Um, and it goes on and you know, it's like I said, like if you, if you've got a busy copy team, this is as good or better than they're going to be able to produce, but it's done in, I mean, this whole conversation, it's taking longer for us because we're reading through it, you know, talking about it, but this whole conversation may take 15 minutes. Sure. Yeah. You know, and then it's just copying and pasting. Um, now we're so writing he's a more like, casual, relaxed tone. I love that. that yeah. So he's like, know, each, each follow-up is, is, is refining it, you know, yes. with the, you know, one prompt after another, you're, you're improving things. So this is, this is really important, like this next prompt. And, mm-hmm. and here's why I say that. Um, NYU already banned the use of chat GPT in their colleges. Sure. Other people are going to start banning it. There's already a guy who created an AI detector that can uh, detect AI speech. Okay. Um, and people and his servers, when he launched it, his servers got overloaded the first day. <laughs> so like people are already checking this. And I remember reading in Justin's post. Yeah that if you just take this and then you do, I remember him talking specifically about this type of prompt. Um, you can get around a lot of that mm-hmm. because you, there's a certain way that I, I right. like to yeah. put it back. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just right. Cause it's going to be more standard English standard, what you were taught in high school and college, you know, as far as how to write, cause that's what most people want. But you, as you, if you know copywriting, you know you want to go a little bit more casual, a little more down to earth, a little more, you know, fifth, sixth grade level, right? So that's basically what he's now asked. And his prompt was, perfect, now rewrite that Facebook post in a more casual and relaxed tone, sprinkle in common English slang phrases. And emojis. Look at that. And a couple of emojis convey emoji. I did not even know it could do emojis. I didn't know either. That's amazing. Look, I mean, right? it's got like, the, the guy with the sunglasses. So, the So you got to check this out five. on... Um, Yep. On, uh, on our YouTube channel or on the persuasion by the pint.com homepage where we have the videos posted. Um, you're going to want to want to see this on the screen too. Um, so here, here's an example. Our upcoming webinar has got you covered. So that's kind of a, you know, that's kind of a slang phrase. Yeah. We so got you covered. Well, let's so. just look like at the first. Um, so up here, it said, attention, small business owners. Are you looking to get a competitive edge with your online advertising? Those are the first two lines of the previous. When it rewrote it in a more casual thing, it said, hey, small biz owners, yep. sunglass emoji. Are you struggling to get ahead with your online ads? So that definitely sounds a little more casual, a little more friendly. Um, and like you said, our, our webinar has you covered. Yeah. Right. Instead of attend our upcoming webinar, blah, blah, you know, which sounds a little more robotic, a little more corporate. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a little uh, easier. Yeah. So, so that's, that's really cool. And that's, that's kind of where you get in the prompts. Um, so that you can see it's much more of a conversation. So instead of like starting over with your prompts, which is what I was doing the first week I was using it, get into a conversation with it, tell it how to improve. Yeah. It'd be just like you were mentoring a junior copywriter. Sure. Give them feedback, ask them for specifically for what you want changed. And then it will, it will, it will do that. Yep. Um, and like I said, the, um, without the hurt feelings, as you yeah, said, without the hurt feelings. <laughs> so like I said, if you like, if you like this, what we just covered, make sure you go check out Justin's new, uh, site, betterprompts.ai. Mm-hmm. He's got a newsletter, um, you can sign up for where you'll learn tips like this, where you'll, you'll see, um, how he's using it. And, and I'm telling you, he's, he's using it so fast and, and, um, in so many different ways that I think, you know, why learn it for yourself? Just follow somebody who's already figuring this yeah. stuff out. I mean, this is a great and, uh, little reference to, yeah, you know, keep for, you know, I mean, this is exactly how to do it. Prompt, yeah. add more, get more specific. Yeah. Uh, I mean, tweak this. Hey, if, if all you learned from this show is that chat GPT can also use emojis, I think that's a win. <laughs> like I did not know that. Um, so it's when I, so yeah, that, that would always, that blew me away. Like, um, so yeah, it's, it's fun, man. I think it's, and if you don't get, if you don't get freaked out by it, this could be really fun. Like it can yeah. actually make your job of, of fun. Right. Yeah. So it's, and faster. Uh, I'm going to be, 
so I, I just took a kind of a new role. I'm actually back to the company I was with a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, uh, Mauer Capital. I'm going to be working there, marketing director. I'm going to, we're going to be, I'm, I'm going to be implementing this with my copy team um, so that they can do their work faster so that we can dominate even yeah. more of the industry right? Um, and get ahead of this. And, uh, you know, I suggest you do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Start by uh, going to betterprompts.ai. Yeah. Get on that, get on that mailing list and, mm-hmm. uh, start learning, start playing around with it. And yeah, just like, you can't break it. You know, it's like, uh, it depends on your age bracket, right? So sure. the, the digital natives, they have no problem playing around with it, all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know, Gen Gen Z millennials, right. I think our age, Jonathan, we're kind of half in half out. Like, right. Yeah. We're, we weren't digital natives. We were digital adopters. Mm-hmm. So we're still a little cautious on some things when they come out, unless you're just always in this. Right. Um, and then of course you got, you know, our generate, our parents' generation, the boomers, they're, they're probably not going to play with it at all. I don't know. <laughs> a few will, but most sure. of them won't. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know, it's, it ain't going away. Yeah. So you might as well learn how to adapt and use it to your advantage. Um, why you can and just keep an eye out and it's, get on a couple of these lists that are teaching this stuff so that you can stay up to date. Cause I promise you this year stuff is going to change so fast that you got, you're going to want to stay up to date with this. So they're, cause they're saying the next level chat GPT four, this is basically three, three and a half. Yeah. Four is going to come out this year. Nobody knows exactly when or the public doesn't know exactly when, or if it's still going to be free or who's going to have access or all these kind of things. But right now, chat GPT three, from what I understand has, um, 175 or something like that billion parameters. So kind of things that it looks at and interactions, the next version is going to have a trillion. Wow. So, it's going to be at least 10 times better basically. Right. And if you, if you get into exponential and all that kind of stuff, who knows how much, how many times better it's actually right. going to be, right. but figure is a minimum 10 times better yeah. than what this is, which is just hard for me to even wrap my head around. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what, what happens and we'll keep you up to date. Keep tuning in. Uh, we won't do every show on this, <laughs> but, but it's it exciting though. I mean, this, I mean, yeah. you know, we've got a guess. biggest, I mean, it's the biggest advancement in 20, 30 years, you know, since the internet, basically. Right. Um, so it's, it's a big deal. We've got a guest and, uh, on next week yeah. that you're having on. Wait, have we had her on before? Chat I don't think so. I think okay. we've tried to get her on before, okay. but it just hasn't worked out, but it's okay. Mary Catherine. Uh, she used to be known as a chatbot mom. Yep. She, she was early in the chatbot mm-hmm. thing. And now she's taken, she's using AI mm-hmm. to develop some tools um, to, to really streamline your messaging and chat and thing like that using AI. So, uh, we'll be talking to her next week. You know, we're getting more and more kind of tactical. We kind of been showing you the last few weeks about just kind of generally what this thing can do. Showed you today, somebody using it out in the real world. So now we'll start getting a little bit more tactical, um, as we find people that are using it. And this is a good example of a very specific use case that we'll be talking with Mary Catherine next week um, on Friday the 13th. For those of you that are really scared or superstitious (laughs) about this stuff. Um, And then like uh, she's, there's other things like I I saw on the same page where she's advertising like her bot. Um, I've seen some stuff where you can, there's like a podcast guest bot. It'll go out and search and find and, and contact perspective podcast guests for you all in the background while you're drinking your beer and watching the game. You know, it's like, what? yeah, it'll, it'll go out and search podcast guests for you. <laughs> That's so, great, man. Yeah. And start a conversation and then, yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly how it works, but literally for like 20 bucks a month, um, it'll, it'll do it. So yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. Um, yeah, it's, I like I said, I think it's fun. Um, I think it's, I honestly think this is the the first technology in a while that, that may deliver on the promise of freeing us up. Yeah. Yep. Cause it, cause it just does take so much labor off the table. Mm-hmm. You still have to compile it and, you know, put it in a doc and then put it on a website or wherever it's going. 
Um, I'm sure with Zapier, you could probably, you know, for those Zapier, that might be a good guess to look for is some people who are using Zapier with this thing Mm -hmm. and uh, see what that kind of stuff. Well, it allows, I tell you what, I mean, it allows you to create the big picture, you know, focus your time on the big picture. Mm. Yep. It's like we said, you know, you got to get caught up in the details. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the draining part, right? It's like, yeah, okay. I get my hook. I get my, Mm -hmm. I kind of know my avatar. I know these things. Yeah. Now I got to sit down and write. Right. And the, all the enthusiasm just kind of drops. Mm-hmm. But if you can get that rough draft out in five minutes, right? Like you can spend more time thinking about the big idea, the big strategy. And then you can just have, but I mean, you saw this like, even like it'll help you with strategy, you know? And mm-hmm. it's, it's so it's an assistant. It really is yep. an assistant. Yep. Um, and yes, it will eventually replace some of us, a lot of us probably. <laughs> That's why you need to know how to run it and how yeah. to how to manage the robots because even robots are going to need managers for a while, at least the next few years. Um, so if you're yeah. the guy in the company, if you're the guy in your company that knows how, or gal in your company that knows how to use AI, you'll be a valued resource for those who don't. Right. Yeah. So it's not going anywhere, so don't fight it. No, Just, don't uh, fight it. I've been having this conversation with my, uh, both my teenagers, one of which is going into computer programming and, you know, he's starting to think, have second thoughts, you know, based on, um, Dang, I should have gone to trade school and got a, been a plumber. <laughs> so he's, uh, you know, he's, he's starting to question that, you know, basically, you know, how is, how is AI, you know, how is this going to affect, you know, his field 10 years down the road? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because he may be absolute, that. absolutely. Yeah, maybe. yeah. That's why he needs to start learning, like how to direct it to write the type of code that he wants it to write. Exactly. Yeah. He, you know, he's got to he's got to be thinking, just like we said. You got to be thinking the big picture. Uh, directing, you're the director, right? Not the writer. Yeah. So, and you can make edits, you can do all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you're you're. That's a good analogy. Is you know. You're the director on the on the movie set, right? Mm-hmm. There's all these other pieces. Yep. Um, you can now be the producer and the director and stay yeah. out of the, you know, the grunt the, work, the grunt work, and the uh, all the acting. You know, and the, and honestly, the most energy draining part of it, just the sitting down to write Absolutely. the bulk of the yeah. content, right? That's right. Like most copywriters, I know they love coming out with the headline and kind of the mm-hmm. first bit of body copy, yeah, kind of the hook and the lead, right which is the hardest and the most important part. So now you can not only get help with that, Mm -hmm. but even if you wrote that on your own and then said, here's the hook and intro, here's the offer, finish out the sales letter for me. Boom. It'll write it out. Then you just go back and do your line edits and sure. And what would have taken you, you know, two or three days or four days or, you know, whatever your process is, could you could do it in 10% of that time. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's, what's amazing about this. So, um, so yeah, be play around with a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. you guys, we've talked about this before, but, um, if you don't have an account yet, it's chat.openai.com backslash chat free account or forward slash, whichever. I don't know. Yep. Um, yeah, we posted the link. It's on, I think episode 290 that we've got. Okay. Or just put chat GPT in Google and like, it's going to come up. Like yep. everybody's talking about this right now and you'll, you'll find plenty of places that, um, I think you just go to openai.com too, cause you have to have an openai.com account mm-hmm. and that unlocks both this, it open, unlocks, uh, Dolly, which Sean rec- mentioned, yep. or, or I think you mentioned too, yep. which is the image generator, yep. um, called Dolly, um, an open AI account unlocks all of that stuff. So worth, worth getting an account. It's going to be, it's going to be like Google. Like you're going to need an open AI account, just like you need a Google account Yeah. to get to your Gmail and your, you know, all these other things, calendars and sure. everything else. Right. Uh, open AI will be the next big, big company for sure. So good stuff. All right. Should be at a whopping 29 billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Valuation. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good Haven't stuff. Penny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little less than Twitter right now. 
I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. I'm excited. Looking forward to our guest next week uh, on the show. And uh, Sean, it's been fun, man. Anything else before we uh, close out for the uh, weekend here? I don't think so. I think that's uh, it's enough for people to chew on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've got a little bit of work left on this Friday now that I've I'm working for a you know back yep. with the company. My Slack is filling up as Your we talk. So. <laughs> so. Um, All right. Good stuff, man. Those and then, yeah, head into the weekend, watch some football on Monday. Looking forward to it. We might uh, make it a two part next week with our guest and then uh, maybe uh, we'll have some other things. I know we're talking a lot about AI, but we'll get into some other topics as well. Yeah. All right. Well, hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, As always, you can find us persuasion by the pint.com. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms. Again, we're at uh, episode 292. And, uh, you know, we're getting close, getting close to that 300 mark. So um, looking forward to that. We're going to have a big celebration once we reach the big 300. Wow, 300 episodes. That's crazy. Take care. Have a great weekend. uh, Sean, we'll see you next week. See you.